everyone welcome back I wanted to um, touch on a subject why it why is it important to have a secret place a quiet place a prayer closet or whatever you want to call it and why is it important to have that secret time and quiet time with the Lord a secret place or a prayer closet or area whatever you want to call it it is a place you meet with God to have alone time. It's a place where you don't have to get ready. You just go in as you are. You go in feeling however you want to feel. It's a place with no distractions, no hindrances. It's where you open up your heart and you 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 come in and you can be naked before the Lord it's a place where you can claim your promises it's a special place for just you and God it's a place where you deal with burdens trials and heartaches um, that you cannot share with anyone else but God it's a place where there's no judgment and you just pour all, you pour all, you pour out all of yourself and everything that you've been dealing with. And you bring it before the Lord. You bring it before your Father. Um, we're going to go into scripture. And I want to touch on um, Psalms 91, verse 1 and 2. It says, He who dwells in the, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. So this tells us not only can we come in and lay down everything before the Lord, He, it says those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. So even in the secret place, there's protection that comes with abiding with the Lord in the secret place. He, he keeps us protected. And it's important that you spend time with the Lord and you develop that relationship with Him. And I'll touch on, um, I'll make another segment or another episode about prayer Um, so the secret place is a place in the presence of God and it's a place where you can abide in him it's a place that everyone does not go but it's completely accessible by the blood of the lamb as we saw in Psalms 27 the place of his presence is where strength is found if you ever, me personally, when sometimes when I'm feeling down, sometimes when I'm feeling like alone or I'm just going through something, I go in my prayer closet and I close the door and I just, I just come before the Lord. The Bible says, humble yourself. Come and humble yourself um, and fall down at the, at the throne of grace. 
and just go before him and give him and talk to him and tell him how you feel um, and you just you just dwell in his presence there and there's something about being in the secret place that the more you're in there the more you're in his presence the more you're in there the more you're communicating with him the more you're in there the more you're hearing from him from him the more you're in there the more he is doing something on the inside of you <laughs> when you are um I'm not saying that it is easy to just um you know go in there sometimes some days I forget you know some days I don't feel like it some days um I'm feel so beat up that I'm just I'm just in a state of mind where it's like I don't want to I don't want to go pray I don't want to um sit and be in quiet you know I want it's it's like, kind of like you want a, a distraction out you want to just you know not have to deal with it but one of the great things I noticed is that no matter what I do, he's always calling me. He's always he's always calling my spirit. He's always calling me to come in and dwell with him and to spend time with him and be with him because in that place, I am changed. In that place, I am made new in his presence there's something about the presence of God that will lift the will take the burdens off. It, it it closes off the mind of worrying. And it's just where you can just be with him in his presence and just relax and just let everything go and just experience peace. It's it's his peace. So it's very important if you don't have a prayer closet, if you don't have, I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's just a, it's just a place or area in your room. And maybe you don't have a closet where you can make one. Get an area in your room or just go in your room when no one's around. That can be your secret place. Your car can be your secret place. Find a place where you can go before the Lord and just be with him and give everything to him and speak to him and, have, and develop that relationship with him. So he can start cleaning you. So that he can start renewing you. So that he can start taking off those burdens. So that you can re you can receive strength and peace. So I encourage you to. I encourage you to. Seek. You know for that. For that quiet time. Um, I have children. And sometimes it's hard but. Develop a schedule, you know. Um, sometimes, sometimes it is hard to squeeze in that alone time with the Lord. So I would say, on a on a ten minute break, if you if you work a lot and you have breaks, spend that break just being in your secret time and your quiet time with Him. Um, if you have kids and you have them on a schedule of like um, nap time, get get them to take a nap throughout the day. Have a specific time that they take a nap that you can go and you can spend that alone time with the Lord and get in his word and get into his presence. You won't regret it.
the Lord wants us to have a close relationship with him. And I wasn't going to get on. I was going to make a whole nother episode about prayer. But I might as well just add it into this, into this um, episode. Um, a lot of people come before the Lord and they, and they pray for stuff and prayers don't work out. And people have a tendency to say, God's not listening and God's not there for me. And I'm going through this and I'm going through that. I'm going to give you a few reasons why some prayer does not work. Number one, some people that are praying are are probably not saved. And they're like, oh, but prayer doesn't work because they don't have that relationship with the Lord. They don't really know him. So they're not saved. They don't, you know, they're just, oh, prayer doesn't work. And number two, the person that the person that is saved, they have sin in their life. They're not fully giving up their wants and their desires and allowing the Lord to come in and do do what he wants and they're sitting there and that can that can hinder a prayer number three you're praying out of your own selfish wants you're praying for selfish things and it's all about me 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 and it's not about God's will and what he wants people tend to make God an errand boy or or they act like he's like Santa Claus or something. And we tend to think something's wrong with God when he doesn't answer us. And we become angry. And we drown ourselves in pityness and hate towards God. And um, first we're going to... One thing I want to talk about is um, the addressing the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer is God wants us to develop a personal relationship with him. And how do we do that? With prayer, spending time in your secret place, being alone with him, reading his word, getting to know his voice. Jesus and God had a relationship and Jesus was always praying. Through prayer, um, Jesus accomplished that's how jesus accomplished most of the things that he was called to do on this earth um i honestly believe the reason why jesus could could heal people the reason why jesus could um um open the eyes of the blind and cast out demons and preach the word is because he was constantly praying with the lord he would go he would leave the disciples and he would go have a secret time in the wilderness and in the woods and in the mountains he would leave and he would go and spend that quiet time with god and that's very very important even up till even up till his death before his resurrection even up until then he prayed he conversated he had that relationship with god and that's what got him through to fulfill the will of the father it was it was the relationship it was a quiet time it was this being in secret with him dwelling in his presence praying to him talking with him walking with him um yeah so people tend to um pray 
out of their own selfish wants and needs. And they they don't their prayers don't become answered. And they tend to say, God's not listening. God doesn't hear me. Um, they, they tend to get angry and, and um, a prayer life is very, very important. And I'm not just talking about, oh, you pray uh, two seconds. Hey, God, I really want this job. Or, hey, God, I, I'm praying for you, for my son. Or just, and then you don't, there's nothing after that. It's just you ask, you're just asking for things and not um, giving the Lord anything. Um, so that's not that's not what prayer is about why should we pray it is the will of God to pray to develop that relationship Paul said pray without ceasing meaning always pray even in your even if your prayers are not being answered even when you feel like God's not moving how you expect him to move we must understand that God's ways are not our way, our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts he knows all things we know nothing we know what we want we we know what we feel like we should know instead of I'm not saying this right Holy Spirit help me who So, praying with selfish motives about well, what I want, it's all about me, me, me. That's not a relationship at all. Um, we are we were created for his glory. We were created for the purpose. Our purpose of our life is not for us, it's for him. The plans that he has for our life we are not in control of and we must understand that that God's in control and he wants a relationship with all of us and we must be willing to submit we must be willing to sacrifice those those moments and in, in, in those times even when we don't feel like we want to um, one second So, um, in James, um, chapter four, it says you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So the Bible tells us some people just come and they want what they want from God. And they're like, oh, well, I don't really care for a relationship. I really don't care. I just want what I want. And that's it. And that's selfish. How selfish can we be? <coughs> also, in Psalms 37, verse 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God is powerful and mighty, but He cannot love and worship Himself. A selfish prayer breaks the heart of God. Because he wants to be loved as much as we want to, we want love ourselves. We gotta understand though, you cannot come to God like he's a genie 
and get what you want out of life. It's not our it's not our will. It's his will. When you're following your own will, you're following your own flesh and your own desires. You're, it's not going to get you far. We got, must know that we must abide in the Lord and in his will and His what he has for us. Um, just as much as we want to be loved, God wants to be loved too. And um, it comes a time where you have to lay everything down before him and just surrender. And just, and just let him do what he does best. He knows all things. He knows what you need. He knows what you need. So just take that time. Get that time in with the Lord, in, in your secret place. And I encourage you to do so. And I, I'll be praying that whoever listens to this, that the Lord be with you and, 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 and call you in. Because there's always going to be a nudge at your spirit the more you get in the more you sacrifice even when you don't want to and you kill that flesh and you get into that secret place and you spend that time the more you understand what real love is he can work on your heart because you're humbling yourself and you're being you're being obedient i thank you guys for listening stay encouraged get that time in um until next time